It is Tuesday. I know it feels like a Monday. <laughs> In every cell of our body after yes, that football game, we're a little oh drained, a little bit of rallying that needs <sighs> to go on. Uh, but on this second day of January, it is a Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers. Brought to you by Bridgestone. Getting people down the road matters, but getting generations down them. That's what really matters. Bridgestone. Visit whatreallymatters.com. To learn more. If you tried to hunt for a vehicle in 2023, you know that finding the exact vehicle you wanted was probably a big challenge. So what will we face when we head into the dealerships in 2024? Uh, Michelle Krebs is the executive analyst for Cox Automotive, an old friend, and uh, she joins us live this morning. Michelle, good morning. Good morning and happy new year. Happy new year. How many days to retirement? Uh, <laughs> the end of March. Okay. Well, we're going to hang on to you like, uh, and, and make you work for the next three months. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, so as you look ahead, I mean, we had the chip shortage. Then we just had some recall issues in various segments. And there were a lot of empty spaces on dealer lots in specific models. How does 2024 look in terms of filling those gaps? 2024 looks much better for consumers. Um, We have been seeing probably since summer inventory increase. Um, We anticipate that we'll be at uh, pre-pandemic levels for inventory. That's about 3 million units uh, a month out there on the lots for people to shop for. In the, the height of the chip crisis, it was under a million, so there wasn't much to pick from. Um, we also expect that because that inventory will increase, that we'll start seeing um, more discounting. As you recall, during the chip crisis, uh, there were big markups over list price. Those are gone. Um, and so it, it'll be a much better time for uh, consumer shopping for a car. The interest rates as well uh, going down will be helpful as well, I take it. Right. And uh, if they go down, you know, they have stopped increasing, it looks like, at least. Um, And, you know, with inflation uh, being a little bit more under check, uh, we are seeing still seeing household incomes uh, uh, improve and wages improve a bit. So while people will be shocked if they haven't been in the car market a while because prices are still high, um, they the the increases have uh, moderated. And in fact, we may see a little bit of uh, pullback on pricing. Uh, Michelle, what about the used market? It was tough to find a used vehicle just last year. Exactly. And that has that is not improving because when we don't sell a lot of new cars, as we didn't in the last few years, and also we there wasn't a lot of leasing available, and that's a great source of uh, used vehicles. So uh, we will still see a very tight um, supply of used vehicles. Michelle, a lot of us looking at the EV transition saying, look, I I get it. We're going in that direction, but I'm not ready yet. But I might be ready for a hybrid. Will we see going down the road and in 2024 greater selection when it comes to that, especially from the American automaker? Uh, Well, it's hard to say. The uh, the, uh, General Motors, for instance, isn't doing hybrids. There's talk that they might. Uh, Ford is putting a uh, new emphasis on hybrids, uh, so we should see some, but it might take a, a bit of time. Um, you know, Toyota dominates in that, and they've done really well in um, the hybrid market. They Almost everything they have is hybrid. 
so uh, I, I think there is some rethinking on that, that um, that may be the stepping stone to EVs. You know, on EVs, despite all, all of the headlines, we do expect another record year in 2024 uh, for EV sales. Uh, it's just that um, production has increased uh, for EVs because everybody's in the game beyond Tesla. And um, so there's a lot more vehicles than there, there are customers for them right now. How is the demand, um, Michelle, for that F-150 Lightning truck? Uh, well, uh, Ford cut back uh, production uh, for 2024, so they're uh, clearly not expecting a strong demand. Um, you know, again, the, we never really knew how the uh, electric truck market would uh, be. You know, would mm -hmm. it be would traditional truck buyers go to those, or would it be a create a new market? And so we just we don't know how big that market is, and I'm sure Ford wasn't so sure of that either. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, you said there's going to be a lot of inventory, but does that include hybrids? What if I'm ready for a hybrid? Is there enough out there? Well, that that's going to be that that has been a really tight uh, part of the market. It it should improve. Uh, we're seeing uh, you know more battery production for those vehicles and uh, better production. Um, we still see shortages in, for example, Toyota, Kia, Honda. Uh, tighter inventories, especially for their very, very popular hybrids. So it'll still be challenging to find them, but they're much better than it's been in the last couple of years. I don't know if you saw it, Michelle, uh, but Bloomberg had an interesting report back uh, on, on the on the 21st that, that China is going to be throttling back uh, on a range of rare earth metals and uh, strategic raw materials. Um, how much could that put a crimp in, in our EV transition? And is, is that, you know, we've, we've tried to onshore a lot of the battery making and things like that. Is China going to throw some sand in those gears? Oh, they absolutely could, because most of the uh, those metals, uh, it, if they aren't mined by China, they're, they're processed through China and uh, they kind of control that. And we don't do any mining to speak of in the U.S. Yes, they're trying to in the U.S. and in Canada, but, you know, it's it's not free-flowing yet. But So that, that could uh, cause some uh, issues. All right. Um, is, is you look ahead uh, to the vehicles that we're going to see introduced and in some of we've got the cyber truck that will finally be on the market – what will the hot vehicles be? Do you see anything is breaking through? We're also going to finally get that um, lower cost uh, Chevy Equinox EV coming out. It's not going to hit the price point that they promised when they uh, you know rolled it out uh, uh, several months ago. Uh, but it, nevertheless, are we going to see some more affordable EVs hitting the market? Well, we should, but, you know, uh, General Motors has had some issues with executing over the holidays. They put a stop sell on the, the Blazer EV. So um, it, it, I think it all depends on execution. But we should, uh, and I would also add that we should see a lot more uh, EV incentives. They've been higher than regular incentives, uh, and we should see some uh, price cutting and price discounting on EVs. So there may be some uh, deals out there that uh, can appeal to the mainstream yeah. buyer. And finally, Tesla's talking about maybe being able to bring a, this is incredible, a $25,000 EV to market. Is yeah, that Elon Musk uh, blowing some smoke 
uh, or is is that something that we may see down the road as they reach scale? Well, that's the goal of I think Volkswagen has a, a plan for that too. Um, you know, that is a, a key uh, price marker that everyone's looking at in order to get you know us normal Americans to buy EVs. Um, how they get there is a big question because, as you point out, the precious metals are you know costly. Uh, making batteries and are co- costly. We just don't have all of the infrastructure in place yeah. yet. So um, we'll see. Yeah, the, the, the other part of it is, it. too, for, for just the overall automakers, is how will consumers feel heading into the new year? There's a new term I heard coined between holidays, feelonomics, mm. you know, that you may see employment uh, in, in record territory, you may see interest rates falling. You may see gas now at, at, a, at a low here mm-hmm. in the state of Michigan, yeah. down another, I think, down uh, more than 30 cents from this time last year. But people aren't feeling it. If they aren't feeling it, they may not buy a car. And so that's a big question mark going forward, too. But we will explore that at a different time. Michelle, thank you so much. Have a great new year. Thank you. You, too. All right. When we come back, Bill Keenest, former vice president of the Detroit Lions, going to take us inside. What happens in those meetings when the head coach tells the officiating crews, hey, we're going to be doing this in this situation? And what options do the Lions have to protest the blown call in the Dallas game? That's next on JR Morning, coming up at 649.